Hi, my name is Megan, and I'm a trans woman. And I'm Nate, assigned male at birth and living a male life. We're going to have a conversation about what it means to live an authentic life. If you're trans, think you might be trans, or know trans people but aren't one yourself, we have something interesting to talk about. Our goal is to normalize talking about the human experience. Welcome to the Transversation. Good morning, Megan. Good morning, Nate. And good morning, Vicky. Good morning. So we're all here today because we've got a fun topic today. Yes. So we did an episode previously around gender dysphoria, and we're going to come with the exact opposite. We're going to be talking about gender euphoria. Oh, I like euphoria. (laughs) And (laughs) And how can we bring that out in people? You struggle, especially as a new trans person or, you know, non-binary or whatever. You find these moments where it can be as simple as, for me, the skirt fits perfectly. Mm -hmm. And I just feel amazing in it. It can be anything, really. I know I've got moments. I'm growing out a beard and mustache right now. And for the first several months of it, it was... I agreed not to cut it. It was itchy and unpleasant and okay, whatever else. And in about six months, I stopped thinking about it. Now I'm out of here. I've got a good handlebar mustache going. I've got a good beard going. And I'm starting to effort where I'll have those moments of, yeah, yeah, you know, actually, this whole man thing with a beard and mustache, I could get into that. I think it's all right. Usually, I don't give gender really any thought at all, but every once in a while, something or, or the right suit. Everyone's loves something that's got a really good fit. Like, yeah, you know what? I look good in this. I do find something of a double-edged sword when okay. it comes to like being gendered correctly or whatever. It's kind of amusing just because oftentimes, specifically back when I was in school, there was he was the boyfriend of a roommate. Okay. And Vicky, for the record, uh, gendered is when somebody else happens to call her her in public without prompting or whatever else. And they just yeah. are out being and recognized in a way that says, oh, hey, Megan, how's it going? She's whatever. Yeah. You, you know, get getting... a good story about you and Rose being escorted to a table at some point at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. I do have that, okay. which we will do. Okay. But this particular one, it's always funny to me in an outside perspective, because on the one hand, when I get miss, ma'amed, or whatever, it's great. But this particular instance had a roommate's boyfriend who would all the time, and he was totally trying to be supportive. He would, if I was trying to open like a jar of peanut butter or whatever, he'd be like, here, give me that and like open it for me or do things that are like almost a little bit sexist, but it, like it's positive because it's you're affirming my identity, but also, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I always think that's funny. But some of the examples I have of going throughout the world and really feeling really good is, of course, as you mentioned, Rose and I, I think it was either for an, an anniversary or perhaps a Valentine's Day date, but we went to a fancy restaurant, got all dressed up and whatever. So I think I even had my hair down, which is super rare. And while it's not positive for Rose, because they are non-binary, the host was guiding us to the table and they're like, right this way, ladies. And so it's a good story for you. Like, great story for me, <laughs> probably less so for them. But yeah. I also have stories, and I've asked her permission when we're finally recording this episode. Mm-hmm. My friend Lauren, who, when I first came out and stayed out, I was chased out of the apartment I was in. I was basically told by some of the guys there that they're like, we're not really comfortable with you being in the apartment anymore. 
So I was like, okay, guess I have to deal with that. And went and told a couple of friends, and they were like, well, we have a couch. You want to like spend a couple weeks here while you sort stuff out? And one of the people who was there, her name was Lauren, and pretty much from the get-go, she was greeting me with like, hey girl, how you doing? Or, you know, oh my gosh, that outfit looks amazing on you. And, you know, very, very affirming things and really kind of helped build some of the confidence that I have now, which I don't even think she necessarily realizes. She will after listening to this one. When I asked her permission to use her name, <laughs> she's like, what? I did that? Um, wow. But yeah, she did. Well, and you never know the difference you're going to make with somebody. That's a big one that we talk about regularly, too. We do. That's a perfect example because everybody wants, needs, and desires a compliment, a genuine compliment about who they are. I mean, nowadays, there's so many people cutting everybody else down. You know, you can't do your job right. You can't do this right. You can't do that. Whatever. Okay. And the thing is, is if we can simply take the time to say something nice it makes a world of difference. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just for you in that one instance that you gave us of, you know, she told you how great you looked. Well, I think that's amazing. That's a great compliment. And that helped build that. And it's that kind of thing that we need to do for each other is build it slowly. You know, I'm not going to say to you, wow, Megan, you look great. And then all of a sudden you're going to turn around tomorrow and be... Everything's fine. Yeah, and everything's wonderful. yeah, everything's perfect. <laughs> no, Vicky gave me a compliment. I'm good now. <laughs> everything's perfect now. Right. But I will tell you though, I will tell you the cumulative effect on that after being married to you and getting compliments from me regularly. I believe most of the stuff you tell me about me. Like my confidence level is risen. There's all sorts of stuff you think I could do that I didn't know I could. So I thought I'd give it a shot because I heard it enough times from you that I could, and so here we are. Right. And that does make a difference. Ongoing regular support. What well, starts with one instance. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now I'm just thinking of all the times, like we went to a Ren Fair, Lauren and I, <laughs> and there was a person who was like, oh, you have to stay apart. You can't show affection like that. They were a uh, dressed up as a priest, mm -hmm. like Renaissance <laughs> like, priest. So he was like, oh no, you can't, you have to like, have to stay separate. Well, leave room for Jesus. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. And of course I'm generally pretty awkward and whatever, but especially then, because I was in, I think a yellow shirt and a skirt and, you know, was just uncomfortable across the board. And Lauren just like grabs my hand and like pulls me in and was like, oh, we have to stay apart. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> And I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which total tangent, she is an artist and an amazing one at that. I'm going to put a link in the description to some of her pages. Just for mutual admiration and please check them out. Just because she's amazing and I, more people need to see her stuff. But yeah, how do we build up our allies to be strong enough to do this, I guess. In this case, Vicky, this is more your wheels. How do you build up everybody to be this to everybody? Because I know one of the things that you do on a daily basis is you're always looking for opportunities for kindness. You're looking for ways to pay it forward, ways to give a compliment. How do you go through that awkward thing of complimenting, well, maybe a stranger, maybe somebody that you're an acquaintance with? You're making it a bigger deal because it doesn't have to be. 
It doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be a big deal. We were in England and we were on the tube. Now, if any of you have ever been in England in the tube, you know that nobody talks on the tube. No, you don't. It's just social etiquette. You keep your head down and be English. Right. I've never left the United States. Okay. I love England. This is a cultural observation. It's a little different. It is very different. Okay. Now, for those of you who can't see me, I usually have my nails painted different colors. I wear rainbow shoes. Which also doesn't fit in England. You're allowed either navy blue or black. Some dark beiges and grays are acceptable as far as just being out. And I usually wear a tie-dyed sweatshirt. So I'm not exactly inconspicuous. All right. (laughs) Okay. But on the tube, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm watching this woman you know, take care of her daughter and listen to her daughter and all of that. And I said to her, you know, you're really a good mom. And you would have thought that I had handed her a million dollars. Okay, She was like, you're talking to me? <laughs> me? And I said, yes, you. I watched you now. The tube ride is like 30 They're minutes. Long. You know, it, this one could have been an hour. I don't remember. But anyway, and I said, I've just been watching you and you're a great mom and keep it up. And she took that and went away, made her day beaming. And that's what we need to do on a daily basis. You know, set yourself a goal to compliment one person. Start with one genuine compliment. Can these be partners and spouses or friends? Anybody. Anybody, just anybody at all. Just start with anybody. Because if you start with your partner, then at least you're starting and then you'll get more comfortable in doing it as well. I have a lot of people mention my shoes. (laughs) Some people say to me things like, oh, you're gutsy to wear those. I couldn't wear those. (laughs) You're braver than I am. (laughs) Right. But it's an icebreaker. And what it does is it gets a stranger talking. It breaks that barrier and puts human to human interaction without conflict. It's an observation. Makes sense. Because then I can return a compliment or I can say, oh, I'm sure you'd have the guts to do it. Simple as that. I mean, the world is way too complicated as it is. It really is. And people tend to make it more complicated. But if you start with small steps and compliment somebody on something, start there. And that's definitely a way to build not only their confidence, but your own as well. Because then you can see what's good in you as well. And there's an observation of this last couple of episodes I wanted to bring in, which is you will draw in more of what you give out and what you think about. So I know uh, people that are thoroughly upset when they're misgendered or bring that in and it's a challenge and it brings up all of the times that they weren't and ties into all of these other negative things. Okay, that triggered a whole cascade of thoughts when it was one comment that might have even been meant with good intention. And that at the same time, it's, wait a minute, or the other way of thinking about this good thing happened and this good thing. And here's a time that it worked out well. And here's another time. And I could spend 10 thoughts all thinking about the times that it worked well or that I gave a compliment instead of an insult. The times that I did something well and start to harbor these kinds of good internal thoughts, which starts a very healthy internal dialogue, making it easier to give compliments, which means people want to give compliments back to you because you've broken down that barrier and you're a safe person to give compliments to. And you built that reciprocity. Yes. Exactly right. (laughs) Yes. And it invites in far more. And then the good begins to outweigh the bad as you train yourself to give more compliments and be more kind and to brush off the negative things, the mistakes, the problems, the conflicts. And what ends up happening is is you cultivate this good and it changes everything. It does. Yeah. So uh, go out, compliment people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Genuine compliments. Genuine compliments. And they don't need to be big, giant, profound ones. No. 
But anything genuine. But let's build our community. So I appreciate our listeners. I like all of you. I'm really glad you're listening and that you're here to do this. And I really appreciate our Patreon listeners. Yes. Our Patreon supporters are the ones who make this possible. And, well, we thank them. All of them, anyway. So so there we are. Let's go be more grateful. Absolutely. And give more compliments. Thank you both. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by our patrons at Patreon. Mark, Alan, Rose, Bodil. These episodes would not be possible to create without the support of our generous patrons. If you'd like to be a patron, please follow the link in the description and sign up. Thank you.